Good evening and happy back to school season. This is the In the Thick <laughs> podcast and talk show, and this is your girl Heather. And tonight I am joined by my partners in crime, T and Fallon. Hello, T and Fallon. Hey, y'all. Hey, hey. Hello, how's everybody doing? Lovely. Lovely, (laughs) lovely, lovely. I know, we were just actually talking before the podcast, and uh, T sounds like she's hopped up off a five-hour energy. She is pre-gaming because because this this young silly over here has a birthday tomorrow, so she is going to be celebrating her birthday, and Fallon and I are sitting here like, how quickly can we get to bed? Uh, (laughs) I'm like, Drake, up all night tonight. Seriously. I ain't mad at you, girl. She's like a kid waiting on Christmas, actually. Right? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, anyway. I celebrate a whole kids. month, so I don't, I don't, no judgment there. <laughs> right, right. So everybody had a good day, it sounds like. Yeah, totally. Fantastic. Well, as I said when I introduced the show, I said happy back-to-school season. Back-to-school season is upon us. My children started last week. T's daughter started today, yesterday, excuse me, yesterday. And Fallon's son, he's going to start next week. And let me tell you, for me, I am beyond ecstatic that this back-to-school shopping and that whole situation is over with because these kids were going to stress me to no end. Oh, my gosh. You know, and Tutu is pretty easy with school supply. Like, she's not into, like, going with me. Like, she will, like, hey, mom, she screenshot me the list (laughs) off of the website, and she was, that was pretty much it. She was more so concerned about what sneakers I was going to get her. You know, she thought I was oh, wow. going to stand in line. Yeah, she was sadly misguided. Um, so didn't do that. But she got a nice pair of Air Max, so all good, all good. <laughs> you know, they try to dress up their uniforms because teachers ain't uniforms. So that's, uh, you know, they accessorize well. Right. <laughs> so that's their thing. Mm-hmm. I wish my kids were in uniform. Yeah, I, I wish so I wish they were. Now, Fallon is is your son? Is he going to be in uniform this year? He is not, uh, but that is the same as the school that he came from. So mm-hmm. Nick has a ton of clothes. I would say Nick probably has more clothes than I do, and that's really hard mm-hmm. to say. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not concerned with that. And then I'm I don't want him. I'm actually happy about it because my son is. The more you guys be around him, I'm telling you, he's he just could care less about stylish. He, I mean, the things that I say, Nick, you know, we're going out to dinner, go grab something to wear. He grabs the shirt he wears to to bed that has five stains <laughs> on it, and the shorts that you know grabbing his junk. Like, dude, oh, like, Lord. why why do I spend all of his money if you're just gonna go grab the the night clothes Lord. or the play clothes? Like, so it's. I, it'll force him to start pairing some things together. So I'm happy he doesn't a few have, like, years. a khaki and a, and a polo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give him, I, I say am. give him a few years. When it gets there, you're going to miss these days. <laughs> Very good. Girl. And I wish I had two girls. So imagine <laughs> I have two girls, and <laughs> one of them is a 15-year-old that wants to wear my clothes. Yikes. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. Sophia just right. needs her lip gloss. She good to go. That, that's, you know what, that's really – now this year, actually, you, you guys would be surprised. So this year, so she's, inter- so she's in fifth grade now. It seemed like it took forever for her to get fifth, to, to fifth grade, I will say. And so Aww. she wanted a pair of Jordans. Uh-oh. She wanted. That's what I'm saying. So she got her Jordans. She got. She got her Jordans. Um, I don't ne- necessarily know if I was very excited about that one, but she did get her <laughs> Jordans. She had to have very specific school supplies. It was just a trip. It, it really was. You know. I, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Now she's. You know. She's worn out. She's worn me out. So now she's in there sleeping because now she's. She's worn out. Right. <laughs> anyway, anyway, Aww. so to all the parents who are still out there shopping for clothes and shoes and school supplies, we're going to be praying for you. 
Yes, Lord. <laughs> we are yes. definitely going to send some prayers up because we understand how it can be. Now, ladies, we are going into fall, which I'm so very excited about now. Right. I like summer. I like summer, but fall is my season. And actually, as right. I backtrack, as I get older, I'm learning to appreciate summer more. I love being mm-hmm. in heat now. I love being in heat. However, I love fall because mm. that's when I can get suited and booted in the fall. In the oh, summer, yes. I want to be in shorts. That's what I want to be in all summer, shorts at a tank top. That's where you will find me for most of the summer. In the fall, I want to put out, pull out my thigh-high boots. I want to put on a mini skirt. Mm. I want to put on yeah. a, 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 you know, um, a, a knee-length uh, dress. I want the sweater dresses. Mm Yes, sweater dresses, my leather jackets. The duster. Yeah. A duster. Right. With some ankle boots. You know what I mean? We we can't do that in summer or we'll look like a fool. Right. (laughs) Yes, fall fashion is just everything, period. It it absolutely is. And fall fashion is better than winter fashion because you don't have to cover it up. Exactly. So in True. winter, That's we have to wear coats. In fall, we can just be out here. I mean, yes. as long as it's 50 degrees and above, it's not like we're putting on a coat. Right. Right. True. Maybe a nice little biker jacket, but right. that's about it. Right, but yeah. you can still mm-hmm. see the outfit, so I'm really excited about exactly. that. Exactly. But that actually brings me to talking about shows, because I know that some new shows are coming out this fall, and then also we've got some season premieres. So what are some of the shows that you guys would even suggest to me, who does not watch a lot of TV, what are some oh, shows God. that are coming out that we should be watching? Well, I'll I'll start with a couple that... I I tuned in to, so uh, Netflix is where I'm starting at. So I love Dear White People. It's on its second season. Uh, So it's about like a group of college kids who are in an Ivy League or what is uh, supposed to be an Ivy League school with, you know, the more privileged population, if you get my drift. And Mm -hmm. these are, you know, this group of black kids that, you know, worked hard and made it there but are still trying to, you know, navigate that scene and that environment and culture while staying, quote, unquote, woke. So it's, it's, it's a good little show. Um, I think it's, it's changing a little from the first season, but I think it's still worth a good watch. And it's one of the shows that I think uh, the, the, the more we watch it, we get, we're going to get more from them. You know, a lot of times when we check out a show, you know, like, oh, well, that one or two episodes, it didn't do it for me. Sometimes you've got to stick it out you know, a good four or five episodes. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, okay, here it is. Mm-hmm. I-, I can dig this. So mm-hmm. that's the show. Um, and uh, what's the name of it? Goodness, Black Women, Black Lady Sketch Show. So that is on HBO. It's actually Wait, what's coming it from Black Lady Sketch Show. So it's like a, oh. it's like a Saturday Night Live with oh. uh, all-woman lead cast, Black cast. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh, it's actually yeah. a very, very good show. And going back to what I said, it was one of those shows where that first one, two episode, I was like, oh, okay. Wait, so but it's then, going now, going into season yes, two, or what's happening? No, this started. is their first season. It just started, oh. and it actually is executive produced by uh, Issa Rae. Yep. Yeah, and Robin yeah. Thede. Robin Thede. And Robin Thede, mm-hmm. the, the, the creator oh, of the show. I, I love the concept of the Black Lady Sketch Show because obviously I am so very proud to be black and a woman. So I love I love the concept. I did not see um, I did not see the um, the show, the first show right. or the second show. I think there were like two or three shows in, so I didn't see any of the shows, but I did see a clip. Now the problem that I have is that like. I feel like the language is too much for me to enjoy it. Like the language, a few, a, a what, few, yeah, like or what, what's wrong? Yeah, like like a few, a few, you know, um, expletives here and there in the show. I think would be fine, but for the clip that I saw, I just thought that it was way too much. Maybe I'm overthinking hmm. it. Maybe I need to give it another chance, and I'm willing to do that. But hmm. no, it just—it think- was just too much for me to enjoy it. I think they are pretty raunchy, uh, 
And then just let's think of it this way. It is cable TV, so they're allowed to be as raunchy as they want. But mm-hmm. and to to go with what you're saying, Heather, I think on a, a few of these little sketches, they're using the raunchy to be the joke, and I don't mm. think that translates very well in, in those scenes, if, if that makes okay. sense to you guys, what I'm saying. Gotcha. So, I do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I do. Yeah, I, I totally get it. Um, yeah, I totally get so it. So those are mine. Okay. What about you, T? What do you have? Well, you know, I am expanding my television palette away from all things reality. So, and not that I'm giving those <laughs> for up. you. Good for right. you. I was certainly, gonna, I was certainly hoping. I prayed about that actually. But go ahead. <laughs> that is messed up. <laughs> Yes, yes. So I am doing that. So I am. Um, I just actually finished it, and I'm so excited for the next season. So there's, I'm like, wow. I'm on Netflix. There's a series with Christina Applegate called Dead to Me. Oh, oh gosh, my it's amazing. Goodness. So I love her. So good. I love and everything about her. Right, right. And the crazy part is Will Ferrell is an executive producer, so you know him, wow. you know his humor. And then coupled with her, when I tell you I literally watched the almost, almost watched the entire season, um just all in one sitting, but I had to let it go. What I like about it is that the episodes are only like 35 minutes long, so it leads you, you know, it leads you really quick. But when I tell you, it's hilarious, and it's already set um, for season two, so I'm all in with that one. Yes, that's a great show. I forgot about that. You watched it? Did you finish it? I have. I have. And it is is amazing. I can't wait. And I did the same. I believe I finished up until like episode seven within like one Saturday, like the entire Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I have not seen that, so I'll definitely get that. And Christina Applegate is a fave. Oh, my gosh. She is hilarious. So mm-hmm. there's another show on Netflix that I think I'm a little bit late to the party to, but nevertheless, it's still really good. Um, it's called Seven Seconds with Regina King. Um, it's a super now. It's a super heavy series, and it's basically about. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to give too much of it away. So a kid gets killed, and it's his family's fight for justice. I'm gonna try to keep it there because I don't want to give a lot away. Was, but um, Regina King. Good. Yeah, she executive produced it. Um, it's pretty long. It's a, I want to say about like 13 or 14 episodes. You will kill yourself trying to watch it all in one sitting, but it's really, really, really good. Heather, you would definitely like it. What's mm-hmm, the name of the for show? Sure. Seven Seconds. Seven Seconds. Okay, I'll have mm-hmm. to. I have to add that to a running list yeah. of, of shows that I have. Um, I actually you may do have actually a list. watch. That's what I'm saying, right, right, that I may actually watch now. Um, obviously, and you are super late, super, super late, T. But, yeah, I'll, but you know I'll what? I'll give you a pass because there's uh, still people that haven't seen it, clearly. Right, because, you know, I'm stuck in reality land, so I'm, I'm expanding, you know. So. <laughs> Which, again, right, yeah. is what I prayed for. Now, for me, <laughs> now, now for me um, I'm still on my Queen Sugar, which Queen Sugar this year is amazing. It is amazing. This this, um, season is pretty fantastic. I will say that it's the best season so far. Now, I'm thinking of, I did interview Rutina Wesley last year, and that is Nova on Queen Sugar. And she is absolutely amazing, fantastic. She's so down to earth, has a great personality. Um, She is very unlike Nova. So she really plays this character extremely well. So I am going to reach out to her and see if she can talk to us soon and see what kind of information she can, if she can drop some, you know, drop a few clues or a few hints on us uh, for what's going to happen. Um, so I'm definitely watching that. I'm ready for Greenleaf. So ready for Greenleaf to start. So ready for some good old church mess. That's yes. what I'm saying. Yes, <laughs> yes. See, the thing is, we don't like the mess while we're in the church, but we want to see the mess on the TV. <laughs> right, right. right? Exactly. <laughs> Keep all the mess away from me when right. I'm here. Exactly. But when I want, I to, but want no to watch it. it. I definitely want to yes. watch it. Yeah, you can miss yes. me with the mess. Um, so I'm definitely <laughs> watching that. And then I started uh, not this past, not last Wednesday, but the Wednesday before, BH90210. 
Oh my Wait a minute Lord. now. <laughs> you are watching the reboot. We're gonna have to wow. so corny. Oh my god. So corny. So cheesy. Yes, I I am because I am her. because I am so Jesus. corny and yes, I am watching it and yes, oh, I love gosh. it. I love it. Oh my god. It, y'all. I do. I mean, but I first of all, how can you do a reboot without Luke Perry? So what are they just saying he died and get Listen, over it? They're so, absolutely they're absolutely the, saying that he died. Yeah, okay. I watched the first, like, little bit of the first episode because I wanted to see how they were going to work that, you know. They t- kind of just glanced over it. They took, like, a little pause, like, yeah, because, you know, Dylan's not here. And everybody kind of looked aloof uh, and looked off into the camera, and that's all they said about it. Literally, that's, that's all true. they said about it. Because you only, first of all, take that back, because you only watched a little bit. <laughs> Of the I first did. episode. Now, I did. In, the, in the middle of the show, they also made another reference to him. And then somewhere towards the end of the show, they made another reference to him. Okay? All right. Fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, look at her defending the, the show. Right. You see this madness? Like, right. Oh, my God. About 90210. I, to- I totally felt a way about it. So, anyway, so you guys, those are our. Um, shows that we're so excited about for fall 2019 we'd love to hear about yours too so you can actually school us especially me because i'm so not a tv watcher really so if you can school me on some things to watch that would be so very fantastic i appreciate that thank you now (laughs) moving moving on ladies now fallon posted on our ig page yesterday fallon posted the funniest thing Okay. I when I saw it I was like, This is amazing. Okay. And it was a Jeopardy a Jeopardy block. The blue Jeopardy block, okay, mm-hmm. that says you can get a whooping in a black home for doing this. We had so many people comment. It was so, yes. so funny. Hilarious. Okay. So so funny. So I'm gonna read a few of them. Okay. Uh, <laughs> our friend Rio Rumpunch says, what is coming home after the street light came on? <laughs> the accuracy. He said, what is slamming your bedroom door or any door for that matter? Because you don't pay no bills around here. Right. <laughs> Helen then says, ain't no coming in and out of my house because you don't pay no <laughs> nan bill. Okay. The funniest thing the funniest thing to me was our friend Flex Mob Fitco said anything. And Ashley (laughs) Ashley said Ashley is Miss Battle zero nine one seven. She said everything for three (laughs) hundred (laughs) dollars. Then go ahead. Didn't someone say breathing? Yes, that was me and Frost. That was me and Frost. Frost said breathing hard, and I said, or breathing, period. Breathing it out. Hilarious. Just just breathing. Just breathing. And it's funny because these new age kids, not Mm. our kids, because our kids know better, but these new age kids, and nowadays, it's not just the white kids. It's not just the white kids that are going off on their parents and talking back and being disrespectful. Some of these new age black children are doing the same thing. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I have I have seen that in living color. And I know you guys have too. And I'm wondering what happened to those parents? Like what hap- happened to the parents that we had that did not play? Yes. Yes. What 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 think, happened? Like what was missed along the way? Yeah, I think a lot of it is just because you can't say younger parents because some of our parents were young um, when they started having children. True. So I don't think it's necessarily an age thing. I just think that the times parents, a lot of parents, um, not all, don't necessarily always. They want to play the friend card more than the parent card. Like they want to mm-hmm. be the cool parents and, you know, because things are relatable, they want to take pictures with the kids. And, and not that anything is wrong with any of that, but I think you have to find a healthy balance between being the parent that your kids can come and talk to but still having that respect line. Like, yeah, you know, I have to make mm-hmm. the reference all the time that Tutu is my broke best friend, but she also knows that I'm her mom 
and it's just certain things like just we not doing around here. And I think exactly. you still have to instill that fear in your kid. You know, a lot of these kids they don't fear their parents the way that I I'm will be forty one in three hours and I still <laughs> my mother. I'm still not slamming doors, sure. rolling eyes, or back talking or doing mm-hmm. any of that. So I think that, you know, just some of those old school parenting techniques we need to implement and get these kids together. These kids are entitled. They get participation awards, which I think is the most ridiculous thing ever. Wow. Um, they don't have wow. to really <laughs> they really don't have to earn anything, you know, and so their wow. entitlement, their sense of entitlement is beyond any of our understanding, you know, so I think that's part of the problem, too. But that's just my little piece. (laughs) I think that's a great point, T. Mm -hmm. I think that's a great point. Uh, And also, to tag on to that, I would say that the going back to the respect portion of what you said, I think Mm -hmm. that so often some of our peers were not necessarily raised by their mother. They were raised by another relative, like the auntie or the grandma, because, you know, our mothers were, you know, busy, you know, hanging out or, do, you know, building their career or whatever the case may have been, and then you end up mm. not having the respect there for your actual mom. So then that relationship is broken. So then when that kid, the, when we grow older, we don't know how to parent. Does, do you follow what I'm saying? I do. Oh, yeah. I do. Yeah. 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 I do. Because there was, I was no... actually just having that conversation with someone. I think it was yesterday about that same thing, Fallon. So you're 100 mm. percent right. Yeah, mm. I think that's definitely where a lot of the disconnect starts. Where you like you may not do it around grandma, but your mama come in the room. You're like, girl, please, whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Because that because yeah. that respect isn't there because they're you're not the author- authoritative figure authoritative, right. excuse me, figure right. in their life. Right. Mm. And we do we do see that a lot. Um, we, we definitely see that a lot. Uh, I noticed it actually um, this weekend even. I noticed it this weekend. I had to step out for, for a few hours and um, – I, I was I was at the the location where I was, and I noticed that it was a ton of grandmothers with their grandchildren. Mm-hmm. And so I had asked someone about that, and she was like, "Because the grandparents are the ones taking care of the children. Mm-hmm. The parents the parents are not." It makes sense. You know, definitely. It, abs- yeah. it, it absolutely makes sense. And just for our listeners. There's no shade there for if you if you came from that sort of upbringing because as I said sometimes it's as simple as you know that mom or dad is you know finishing up degree yeah. number four or you know off at the army or it doesn't yeah. always have it's to be a negative situation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Exactly. Right. right, definitely. Yeah, we're not coming against it. We're just saying that that's what we've noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what I won't excuse is the we're not going to forget about the parents who are just not in position by choice. They are putting themselves in position for them to not be fit for their children. Come on. That that is a problem that I have. Mm-hmm. You put mm-hmm. yourself in position to be unfit for your children. So when grandma, granddaddy, sister, brother, auntie, cousin is raising your child, you want to mm. act like you're confused when that child has no respect for you. That's something completely different. That That's just like, to me, that's, that's off mm-hmm. the wall. Because right. how do you have the audacity to do that? Like, yeah. like, where does that come from? And when you talk about entitlement, that's entitlement to me. It is. It is. You're right. You're right. A fault from the other end. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like reverse entitlement. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. I agree. How, how can you? So, so I think that that is um, that's definitely an issue, and that's something that that needs to be dealt with. And I'll, I'll be completely transparent, you know, um, not a lot of people know, know my story or my history, but I came from one of those situations. So my mother, my, my biological mother was unfit, okay, uh, for decisions that she made in her life to raise me and my brother and my sister. So my grandmother raised me and she was my mom. 
Mm, Come on, stand it in your truth. Did did Mm. everything for me. She bent over backwards for me. She was the greatest mother. I will tell you. And when I refer to my mom, that's who I'm talking about is my grandmother. Exactly. You know, she's, she's no longer with us. You know, God rest her soul. But um, I will say that uh, my biological mother, some years later when I finally met her, was very entitled and felt that I should have mm. had a relationship with her. And then, you know me, I had to put her in her place and all of that. But <laughs> you already know my personality. You know, I had to have right. that, that oh, conversation nice with her. Like, mm, if I okay, could have been a fly on the wall, that's, that's what we're not right. going to do on this bright, sunshiny right. day. But anyway, right. <laughs> and if I let me add one more thing to what she said. First of all, I appreciated my participation trophy, okay? Mm. I really, really did. Oh, to this no. day, I did. <laughs> no, I appreciated it. showing up to do oh, what you were supposed to do anyway. No. no, but listen, let me tell you, let me tell you the quick story behind it. So in grammar school, I went to a small Catholic grammar school, and we originally didn't have track as a sport option. <laughs> And they brought the track team with her, and it just turned, <laughs> and it just turned out. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna try out. I know I'm not gonna make it, but I'm gonna try out. And I made it. I like cried. And then I found out later that they just needed more people on the team. So I really appreciated my damn participation trophy show. Screw you. But did you ever run? Don't though? be a hater. Did you ever? I run? did run. I did run, but okay. I was not any good. I was not good at all. Not good at all. Nope. I got my award though. That is so very funny. That is so very funny. Oh my goodness, hilarious! Oh, I'm way well, too competitive to accept participation that, awards. That's, I'm sorry. that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> hey, I no, didn't even I'm think I, was, I deserved to be on the team. <laughs> well, look at you finding your truth. <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> truth is that. There we go. There we go. <laughs> That's going to be the title of our show is Truth Tuesday. Anyway, the the last thing that we want to talk about before we jump off this line, uh, we want to to bring our thinking it through segment back. And thinking it through, I think that we did such a great job of, again, segmenting that portion of the Mm -hmm. show uh, because it talks about really like relationship dynamics. I think. Mm -hmm. And there are so many different levels to relationship dynamics, the good, the bad, and the ugly. But one thing, Alan, I know that you wanted to discuss um, was gamers ruining relationship potential. Oh, boy. Mm -hmm. And and here's the reason, ladies, that my son is an avid gamer. And (laughs) over, over the summertime, I have just really noticed, you know, he gets... He gets away. There, like, it's more to it than just gaming. Like, this is a whole community. It's a lifestyle. I've noticed. It's a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, I would, <laughs> I would just lifestyle. sit back. I would just sit oh. back and notice. You know, he would get so furious after losing a game, and you know, he's talking to seventeen different people during this <laughs> one little tournament. And because I would, I would just be in my room, and then I'm like. Who the hell is he in there talking to? And he's talking to these <laughs> these other people on Somebody the game with <laughs> Exactly. So, and I've, I've definitely put my parental controls on, so he can only talk to his his immediate friend group from school. But that's another oh, that's story. But then it made me think of like it's going to be hard for him to find a woman if he don't shake that. Because <laughs> I, for one, <laughs> I'm going to interrupt you. Wait, 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 wait one moment, listeners. He's twelve. He is twelve. Right. He already he is about this. <laughs> but right, I'm just saying, we, I'm raising somebody's deep I'm raising somebody's husband in the end. At the end of the day, you know what I mean. So I'm like, baby, we have to shake this. We gonna never find no no girlfriend. So <laughs> I, it, it made me want to. It made me want to do some research, and I quite surprisingly, ladies, thirty, no, forty five percent of all gamers are women. 45%. What? 45% I know why. are women. I know why. Wow. I have a couple. Well, I think I, that I know why. I feel like that they did it because they wanted to be able to participate with 
with the guy. There, there the guys some... that they were in- interested with or dating or whatever, and maybe they were saying the same thing, that there was a disconnect in their relationship. It's almost like if you can't beat them, join them type of situation. Um, or they could be but not for forty five percent or, or I will say maybe it is a single single mom situation. Like I do know some single mothers who do gain because of their sons. So they'll play with okay. the sons. Absolutely, absolutely. Especially when their especially when their sons are younger. Um, okay. If the father is not necessarily around in their lives, Boy. they want to be able to have that type of male release. And again, I have talked to some of my single mom friends and associates who have told me things like that. Like this is why hmm. we do it. Interesting. So, and, and then, I wouldn't play the game. Just so I could be neither would I. with my guy. Well, what I will do because. Um, uh, ex-husband number one slash baby daddy slash tut dad. Um, he used to be a gamer <laughs> back when we were younger. We were young, you know, and so I wouldn't play, but he did buy me. There was this, uh, I don't know what's the term, cartridge, for lack of a better term. He bought me um, one of those, and it had like 15 like of the old school games. So he would take a break from his shooting up and running around with his friends with the headset on and all of that, and we would play that. Or I would just simply be in the room with him. It was set up in the living room. So I would just sit in there with him, you know, and either read a book or, you do know, your own do a crossword thing. puzzle, mm-hmm. do my own thing, because it's still time of us together, you know, and then we would still chit-chat and we would have drinks. You know, he would drink while he would play and stuff like that. So I think, you know, women, as we are, we always um, have a tendency to conform and try to, you know, go along with it because that's what he's doing. If you don't really like the game, girl, don't play that game. You could just be in the room and doing, doing something else. Like, if you don't like it, then you just don't like it. Now, I said what right. I said. But see, the right. thing, the thing and, I, and I'm not trying to take away from the women who actually just really dig into it. I don't want to say mm-hmm. you're doing it because of a guy or you're doing right. it because of your Please son. Don't. There's some some women that actually really dig it, and I'm, I'm cool with that. So then some of the other statistics I found, so the average male age is 32, average female age is 36, okay? And something that also might be surprising, 23% of global gamers are over 50. What? In the world. Now that, now that I believe, that I believe. Um, oh, that was the most it, surprising yes. to me. Yeah. That, and, and this was as of 2018, wasn't it? Yeah. I do know a guy who is in his 40s who is an avid gamer, and um, he actually lives on the East Coast. He is an avid gamer, and he plays with people all over the world. Um, and he says that it's really for those more like techie people, like the more analytical type people, um, huh. as they get older, hmm. that is a release for them. So oh, they can, they time. can leave work. Absolutely. They can leave work and they're working in whether it's it, whether it is accounting or whatever, one of those more highly technical disciplines, and they can go and somewhat relax with wow. a game. Okay. Yeah, and okay, they buy that, all that types of equipment. Up. It becomes a bill for them monthly, though, because it's equipment, it's new games, it's points, it's coins, it's whatever it is. It's craziness. Yeah, it's craziness. I know. I know. And then so um, the research also said that 25 – there's a, a program called Steam where it's – I think it's like kind of a Netflix for video games. You get to try these video games and then buy them or something like that. So huh. 25 games, new games are released almost daily. Right? Like, so, of course, what? if you've got Who almost daily. Time? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. I, I, it, 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 all of it, exactly. We majored in the wrong things, ladies. Right. Because the, 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 the market, the global market is $137.9 billion. As of twenty eighteen, oh so that means wow. that this little is before little, Fortnite. <laughs> yes, before Fortnite. So that means that <laughs> little John Smith or whatever his name is that you know thought of this one little game, he ain't got to work the rest of the, his his life because of this one game that he's created, and probably is creating more just you know because he likes to do it. It's crazy. Wow. Wow. That's wow. crazy. That's crazy. Mm. 
That is that is something very, very interesting. Well, Fallon, I think that you need to tell Nicholas that that should be his profession, right? Right. I mean, I, yeah. I thought of that. I thought of that. But you know what? To be honest, in my way of thinking, I feel that this is still something that is possible to phase out because, say, by the time Nicholas becomes 25, people aren't, you know, playing video games. People are like, you know, playing with robots. I mean, you know, whatever it could yeah. be, it's just that it's going to evolve. It's, it's, it's possible. It's different capacity. You know what I mean? Right. Because it's possible. So, so technically driven nowadays that I don't think it's going anywhere. But like you said, it's probably going to evolve and it's going to be to different levels and capacities. And, you know, it's going to require you to do this. And, you know, it might fly away. Mm-hmm. And all that kind mm-hmm. of thing. So, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So exactly. there's no talent as far as that goes. Yeah. So then, T, do you think, what is your, and, and, and your black and white answer, do mm-hmm. you think gaming as an adult is childish? I don't. Um, I know um, a couple of male friends of mine that are um, gamers. I think that a lot of women like men who are gamers because it keeps them in the house. Uh, that is the truth. That is true. Yeah, yeah. I think it can also – I think anything can be a relationship buzzkill if you let it, you know. so I That's think, true. Everything in moderation. I just think that, you know, if Everything you're going to be a gamer, yeah, you know, you got to separate the game from, you know, RQT and stuff like that. So I just think everything in moderation, honestly. Got it. Yeah, I think that I really – go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go, well, I think that's really interesting that you guys should say that, and you're right. Um, I think everything in moderation, and I think we get so wrapped up as women, a lot of times we get so wrapped up in some unnecessary stuff um, yes. that that we that that we focus on things that we don't need to focus on. You okay. know what I'm saying? Like for me, mm-hmm. if there was someone, you know, that I was with that was a gamer, mm-hmm. and I did not like to play games, I'd be like, okay, guess what? Because then we can have that time apart, you know, as long yes. as it's not, as long as it's not, you know, for hours and hours on end, but we can have that time right. apart to mix yeah. one another, you know, I can go right. shopping, I can do this, I can work right. on my personal endeavors. Right. I'm yeah. always uh, connected to my phone or my laptop doing some type of work anyway, so why not? Right. Why can't right. I have, why why not? have to do that while you yeah. do that? And then we can meet in the middle, right? Exactly. Everybody needs time to decompress. So that I agree with that. Yeah. And then, so I also, uh, one of the articles I was reading during my research suggested that if you change, oh, she's a gamer or oh, he's a gamer with, oh, she's an avid book reader or oh, she just loves puzzles or oh, she just loves to watch her TV shows, it's not looked at so negatively. But it's, it's, as soon as you put video games in, it's like, oh, he's immature. Oh, she's immature. Yeah. But just like because you were saying. Because people think playing a video game is mindless. I think they think it's just mindless behavior, you know. But if you think about what goes into what these people do that play these video games, you know, it's, it's hand-eye coordination, it's thought process, you know, you the screens are moving quickly. It's, it, I mean, you can't That's be true. not intelligent and play these games. You know, it's, it's a lot of... It's a lot. It's a lot of coordination. It's a lot of thought process. You're talking to somebody. you got five people talking in your ear. You know, I think it requires a certain skill set. So, but society has just painted it as such a negative activity when it's just, it, it is. Like, like the article said, it's no different from me picking up a book. It's no different from me scrolling through Twitter or Instagram or, you know, exactly. there's no difference from us binge watching something on Netflix. It's no different. Exactly. Right. I think the problem is, that, is when, when it becomes that addiction, right? Um, exactly. I think the problem Power. is when you can't pull away. That, exactly, or when your mm-hmm. relationship is breaking up or your family is breaking up or you are losing your job or you are exactly. not able to focus on school. Then we mm-hmm. have another problem. And mm-hmm. anything can become an addiction if you let it. Anything. Let it, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter what it is. It or anyone. Be, or anyone, exactly, you know, it doesn't have to necessarily be anything with technology, you know, our society has made everything so attached to technology, it's not really just about that, anything can become a vice for you, 
So I think that if you're a mature person, if you're a mature person and if you're headstrong and you know how to be in control of situations, then I don't think that it's necessarily a bad thing if that's what you want to do. As as long as your bills are paid and your family is taken care of, uh, (laughs) you can do what you want to do in my mind. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. As long as you're not neglecting your family, your significant other, and your commitments and responsibilities, play your little heart out. But exactly. as soon as I say game over because I need some time, if there's any pushback, I'm going to have a problem, period. Okay. <laughs> I'm okay. really going to have a problem. And then I have a problem with, like, just like you were saying, T, the, the analytical games where you've got to, you know, manipulate a whole world and build a world right. and all of that stuff, that does take some sort of skill that probably – a lot of women may not even tap into. So that right. that is something probably that, that men gravitate towards. So I get that. But you're telling me, because these, these uh, statistics also include the mobile games and the, the app games and the, the PC games. So you're telling me you're going to sit in, in my face and play and crush candy for two hours. We're going to have a problem. I just can't. Yeah, the only mobile game I ever got into was Words with Friends because I like Word games. I like that one too. Yeah, I do like that. I never was a Candy Crusher or these Facebook games and all of that stuff. Like, I just don't have to devote that kind of time. Like, you know, Words with Friends, I can play my word, you play yours. You know, I can put it down Mm -hmm. and come back to it. We may play, uh, it may take us a week to complete a game, but eventually it'll get completed. So, you know, all of that, um, I used to like Tetris. Let me just go there. I know they tried to bring it back on a mobile sort of way because I remember seeing the commercial, but I just, I kind of wish sometimes I had a little bit of extra time to do those kind of things, but just don't got it. I haven't played Words with Friends in so long. Oh, my gosh. Years. It's been, it's been yeah. years. I think that those games Literally. are good for keeping your mind fresh. Yeah, right? totally. You know, um, I, I do know people who play those games for that very same reason, whether they've gone through like a health situation or whether they're just getting older and that really helps to keep them on top of things, you know, helps Mm. to keep your mind sharp. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So I think that, you know, I I think that if I was a train rider, like if I was, you know, having to mm -hmm. ride the train, you know, to downtown Chicago, I'd Mm -hmm. probably be a mobile game player. Or see, I, I was reading. I, exactly. See, I was a downtown commuter, downtown Chicago from the burbs for years, and I still would rather have an uh, online book or my tablet and or answering emails. It still seemed like something better I could be doing than mm-hmm. than playing a game. But that's once again no shade, no shade to anyone else. And or then sleeping. I think. Or sleeping. Amen. 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 That train sleep is so I was just telling somebody recently that I remember this situation and I'm totally getting off subject, but I remember oh, there was yeah. one time I was riding home from work. Mm-hmm. And when I woke up, I was snuggled up. <laughs> <laughs> on the, on your uh, neighbor on the mat- on the on the metro, I was snuggled up with a military man. <laughs> Jesus! Oh my God! Now, now, it's not like we were. <laughs> it's not like he had his arm around me. I won't say that. But I had fallen asleep, and that sleep got so good. That when I woke up and I opened my eyes and I started looking around, first of all, I didn't even know I was on the train. I started looking Mm. around and I realized that my head was resting comfortably. I'm a total stranger. (laughs) Between his his shoulder and his neck. (laughs) Y'all was in a relationship. Right, y'all went together at that point. I said, oh, my gosh, I was so embarrassed. I was like, I am so so I said, why didn't you wake me up? He said, you were so comfortable. He's like, you were so absolutely comfortable that I did not want to move you. He said, and in fact, I called my wife and I told her, and she was perfectly fine with it. Mm, mm, I thought mm. that was so great. I thought that was That's so, so unbelievably cute. great. So cute. Now, That's me. So storybook. 
<laughs> it was it was so amazing. Oh my god, I just couldn't believe it. I was like, because you know you wake up and you're kind of startled sometimes. So like, I woke up oh, and sure. my eyes are big already. So like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, oh, boy. <laughs> so, so I wake up and I'm looking around like. Oh my gosh! So, oh my goodness! Where am I? What's happening? Anyway, just wanted to just wanted to share that. But I thought that we had a great show. I think that we have great shows all the time, and I do have some we feedback do. for you guys from our last show where we had uh, Dr. Wendy and also Deanna on, and a couple of people said, "Drum roll, please." Who gives a good drum roll? Which one of you is it? T. They give probably T. That's the drum roll that I like because it's almost like an electric drum anyway. So, <laughs> so, so, so looking, looking for the drum roll anyway, that that was our best show to date. Aww. Yes. Yes. What a way because to season two. Exactly. What and that's what we said. We started season two with a bang, and they felt like it was very informative. Somebody even said that she had so many questions. She's like, I had so many more questions, and I was so interested in everything that you guys were talking about. And I said, Well, hold on to your questions because we are actually going to have them on. Hopefully, we can do like a Wellness Wednesday. Um, and have them on maybe like once every other month or so, or maybe once yes. a quarter and talk yes. about some things, you know, because it is so Sounds very great. vitally important. I also want to get uh, one of our male medical professionals, perhaps Dr. Pierre Johnson or someone in his group uh, from mm-hmm. the Pulse of Perseverance to talk about some male health too. And I think that would be totally amazing we can get some dentists on because unfortunately our people are not going to the dentist enough no no right so I think that we can definitely do some things we can get some not just psychologists maybe some psychiatrists because sometimes you may need some medication you know so how how about a sexologist yay yay now I know I know one her her name is spicy Mari Okay. Oh, she's from Cal- she's from, Cal- oh, she's from California. Yes, she is amazing. I did a show with her probably about like a year and a half ago, and she is fantastic. And she is a um, sexologist, like relationship expert, uh, to some of the uh, business people and celebrities out in California. So Ooh, she, like is, she is a little she is a little hot tamale too. So she is all about it, and she is so very practical. And she's mm. not just like, she doesn't do any male bashing. She's always telling Good. them, you know, look, women, this is what you need to do to get that mm-hmm. person, whomever you yes. are interested in. This is what you need to do to keep yourself up physically, Whoa. you know? And so, Love yeah, so I think that, I think that we can yes, reach let's out get to her, her on the calendar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And for the listeners, any one of you that are professionals or feel that you have, um, some well-noted experience. Now, don't just <laughs> don't just reach out to us and try to give your opinion. <laughs> Jesus, just make give a definition, the right? Make right. it from the university you know, of yourself. Do not do that. Do not do that. And no shade, right? No, no, no shade because we all, we've all come from the school of hard knocks. But I do feel God. like that, that, you know, people are going to be looking to us for credible information. <laughs> right. <laughs> information that they can, you know, let, let's do some reference checking on this and let's do some research. Um, so I think that we should do that because, again, people love to be well-informed. I mean, if you're a legal professional, reach out to us. If you are a real estate broker, if you're a financial professional, love it. Whatever mm-hmm. your profession is, reach mm-hmm. out to us. You know, if you're a small and business then, owner, definitely, right? Yes. Sure. And then Heather, you said you said people like to be informed, and I'd like to add that so many people don't know that they are misinformed. Mm. So, Say that. You know, so we yeah. need to put some correcting, put some correcting into the universe. Oh, I like that. Absolutely. I like that. Um, yeah. yeah, because we're all we're we're all misguided in some way, shape, or form in some type of area. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I do think that the the first thing that we have to do is be open to the correction. You know, um, 
you know, I believe that it was back sometime earlier in the year when we were talking about um, gay, lesbian, transgender people. And we had our lovely friend, Ebony Todd, who came on. And she talked to us about about some things. And Ebony was so great. I just loved having her on the show. Um, And I think that we may have been misinformed about one or two of those topics maybe one or two Mm -hmm. subtopics within that. And I think she had to set us straight or at least bring some clarity. I would clarity. Bring some clarity. And maybe this is why this happens or this is why that happens or no, you think it's this way, but it's really this way. You know, so Mm -hmm. I definitely appreciated that. So we're definitely having fun. And like I said last week, we are learning a lot. We're learning on the way. We appreciate our listeners. Without you guys, we would not be able to do what we do. That's right. And I don't know if I said this, we're on iHeartRadio now. We are. Yes. Very dope. Yes. Number one place for podcasts. And now we're a part of the team. And and Fallon just gave you guys advertisement. Yes. Or as the old (laughs) people say, advertisement. Advertisement. (laughs) Anyway, you guys, we thank you for listening to us tonight. We are wrapping up this podcast. You can find the In The Thick because it is ethnic. I will say that forever. So it's Mm -hmm. I-N-T-H-A-T-H-I-C-K, the In The Thick podcast on Instagram at In The Thick underscore pod. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at In The Thick. You can also find us on our website at www.inthethick.com. And our email address is chat at inthethick.com. You guys have a wonderful night. T, you have a lovely birthday. I know I'm going to call you 17 17 times tomorrow, but. I want to announce to everyone. (laughs) I'm going to call, text you. We're on FaceTime. Oh, my word. Just be ready. And and I'm going to sing for you. And I'm going to sing for you tomorrow. tomorrow. I'm ready for it. I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready, too. (laughs) All right, y'all. You guys have a wonderful night and have a good rest of your week. Yeah. Bye.